Welcome. My name is Eddie Arrieta. This is Fulfilling Work Life. We intend to talk to leaders, professionals, remoters, human beings from all around the world who share with us their knowledge. Join me in this daily journey. Hello, people. Thank you for joining us today. Um, as I had said in the beginning, Andres is not feeling well today, so I'm just covering for him. Um, welcome, welcome. Uh, share this with your friends and share this on social media if um, you enjoy being in the audience with us today. Uh, since this is happening every single day, I just kicked the table. This is happening every single day at this time, whichever time zone you are in. So um, can feel free to watch, not only watch all the recordings back on our Facebook, but also join us live every day for a new guest. And yes, it's working on Facebook. I am very happy. Um, we are a minute away from kickstarting. So um, just wait one more minute and then we can get started. Very close, almost there. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Also, my glasses are super lopsided. It's because I like leave them on the bed when I sleep, and I just yeah. sleep on them, and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you might you might need to want to you know change size once you sleep to make it even. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's this is a problem. Um, the see okay. you know, more uh, more unscripted material awesome. very unscripted material i hope this is awesome i hope i don't like lose people because it's me this time <laughs> and not andres it's very different it's gonna be a very oh, yeah. different vibe i can tell you guys that already um and it is 10 okay you know what let's start let's 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 get the ball rolling on this um so Thank you, everybody, for joining us today on another episode of Fulfilling Work Live. Today, we have um, Jacob from Time Camp. He is joining us for our fourth episode. And Jacob, would you like to start off with a little introduction? So uh, that was a a very stellar and professional and very scripted, but uh, in a good way, uh, introduction, Josephine. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, so hi everyone, uh, hi everyone in the digital world, uh, ranging from Colombia, Adelaide to Argentina, as I see from uh, from the chat. Uh, I'm Jacob. I uh, work in a company, as Josephine mentioned, TimeCamp. Uh, TimeCamp is a uh, it's a app that helps you to uh, track time on any sorts of computer activities that you're up to. Uh, initially, it was kind of introduced in the Polish uh, market to basically for managers, uh, upper upper middle and, and lower management to kind of keep track of, uh, you know, what your teams are up to. And since we had a lot of feedback from the users that they would like to have a solution that is more towards, you know, uh, tracking time spent on different projects, tasks for companies that are having like a billable hour uh, business model, mostly for services companies. That's why we've kind of leaned towards, uh, you know, providing these companies a tool to properly build their, build their uh, clients and uh, keep their billability hours, uh, you know, very well tracked. So uh, from a prof- professional standpoint, I've worked basically in the tech industry for the last five years. 
uh, I was mostly involved in business development, so quote unquote sales, um, in different types of the tech industry. Mostly it was software development companies, but also had my fair share of experiences in uh, product companies as well. So now time camp being um, a fully full on uh, product company uh, work definitely experiences uh, experiencing the upsides of the uh, of the COVID pandemic since more and more companies are switching to remote and fortunately in a really you know bad situation uh, time camp is really helping companies keep track of uh, all their teams while working remotely so. Um, you know, if there's any upside to this, you know, really unfortunate situation globally, uh, we kind of pride ourselves in having the right tools to help companies go through this, uh, this definitely challenging uh, period. Yes, because I was going to ask, like, how has it been for you guys? I had assumed that it would be, um, like, positive for you guys just because of what you offer and what you do. But um any other things you've noticed in the past couple of weeks that have popped up that you were just like, huh, didn't really, didn't expect this to happen or? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I would say that uh, we might have had some sort of hunch that, uh, you know, one of the, uh, one of the use cases, which is uh, tracking time uh, for remote teams would be applicable in this, uh, this sort of situation. But we were definitely overwhelmed by the, the, the amount of traffic that we would receive, you know, uh, from mm, companies okay. and uh, sole individuals, uh, freelancers, you know, just wanting to register for, uh, for a demo of, um, of the product and also doing a lot of purchases. So uh, it was kind of really overwhelming, obviously in a good way, but um, it also resulted in us having to really gear towards the uh, upcoming um, the incoming traffic that we did, especially as a, you know, marketing team member, we need to have uh, make a lot of adjustments in our communication and actually showcasing the product as a, uh, as a go-to tool for remote work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But all in and all, for, it, sorry. Yep, sorry. So all in all, I would say that there were challenges and problems, but you know, in our particular situations, there were, these were what, what we consider the good sort of problems to have. Of course, of course. And um, again, uh, to the attendees, if you have any questions, please feel free to just pop them in the chat and we will get to it in the latter half of the episode. But yes, if you have any questions, feel free to put them there. Um, Jacob, so on top of, you know, time camp dealing with the uh, increasing traffic and um, I'm sure there's probably new initiatives coming out for the company to cope with um, COVID and everything that's happening right now. Are there any that you can talk about for our audiences? Yeah, definitely. Uh, besides, you know, ha having this great amount of traffic that we wanted to, uh, you know, treat very informatively and not only as, you know, figures and numbers, uh, we definitely made a, a big effort to provide more content related to you know, helping people deal with uh, being new to remote work in general and how to adjust oneself to working uh, straight from your home and having, you know, limited sociability and limited basically social interactions. So uh, our, our content team was re really busy on providing, you know, new updates and uh, basically scoured the internet for any sorts of uh, valuable uh, information that 
might be handy for you if you're dealing with, you know, struggling to adjust to the remote um, workday. One of the, and to be more specific, one of the most, uh, uh, most popular blog posts that we had uh, during the last two week period was actually a post about how to do yoga when, uh, when working remote. So, uh, so we definitely pride ourselves in kind of thinking out of the box and providing any sorts of not product or remote work strictly related stuff that might actually help you uh, kind of take the, kind of ease the, the transition to this uh, difficult period. And for you, um, how long have you been working remotely? Because I'm, I don't think this is your first like rodeo, um, right? Yeah, uh, I've been uh, well familiar with working remotely in previous companies since uh, mm -hmm. obviously tech companies had more, uh, always had a bit a bigger tendency to give their workers more leeway in terms of uh, you know, using remote. Uh, so it's not the first rodeo for me, as, as you've mentioned. Uh, but I'm definitely not the, you know, the best person to quickly adjust to working remotely. And in terms of having some sort of, you know, uh, personal preferences, I actually prefer more working uh, in the office rather than remote. So I might be even a good, you know, use case for uh, going through this uh, adjustment period. And how has that been for you? Because I mean, this is something that a lot of people have also spoke about, like this is not normal right this is yeah yeah sure it's remote work but it's not normal it's not what normal remote work is it's um an adjustment to an emergency period yeah. really that that's what it is so how has it been for you uh well to be perfectly honest i would say that was uh, it has been quite a challenging uh four week or even five week period as of now uh one of the biggest challenges just for me was to properly set up my you know, workspace uh, but although I'm living in a quite a small apartment, I don't have like the, the luxury of having, having a separate room, which I would, you know, uh, call my own office or you know, workspace. And I would know that this particular uh, room is just solely associated with work stuff. So, uh, first of all, that was a big challenge to try to figure out what, you know, what part of the main room would be <laughs> was suitable for doing work and kind of have, have some sort of you know, uh, work separation. And the second was, it's going to be kind of really awkward and funny, but I've managed to do like a custom standing desk for me uh, because uh, I'm not having any, uh, I don't have any typical office chair in my, in my flat as of now. So uh, I wanted to have something that won't, you know, uh, provide any sort of uh, bad posture uh, re reinforcement and, uh, basically stay healthy in terms of uh, back health. So uh, throughout the day, I'm usually uh, working standing up and I've definitely seen some improvements in my overall focus and uh, basically being in a, in a posture that it's solely associated with, uh, with doing work. I'm, um, I feel like I'm in the same boat and I don't know if anyone else is as well, but I was very used to going to co-working spaces um, to do to work I, I work better if i have to uh get myself outside almost mm -hmm. like um but now i have to um stay at home and i also don't have that much space as well in my room to make or like separate and make my own home office or anything so i also understand your 
the, the, the struggles. Um, but I also, I don't, I don't remember asking where you are located right now. I know you had mentioned, I am guessing Poland for multiple reasons, but are you in Poland right now? Yes, I'm currently also in Poland and uh, the city which, uh, where the company has been founded, uh, the city is called Wrocław. It's uh, the third biggest city in Poland in the southwestern mm -hmm. uh, part. Uh, so that's definitely a big, uh, a big metropolitan area. And that's why business is also thrive there. But um, uh, yeah, I'm based in Poland. So I'm adding one more, uh, one different country to our list of, uh, you know, partakers here internationally. Exactly. Oh, but um, really happy that everyone here can join us and that you can join us as well. I was also going to ask, um, are you able to show us this makeshift standing desk setup or would that be too much uh, effort? If it's too much effort, don't worry about it. Just It might be a bit of a stretch, no pun intended, but because uh, it's actually located in the kitchen section, which is currently being occupied by uh, my girlfriend. So that would be a lot of adjusting right now and probably uh, a lot of vegetables flying over. So uh, I'm not sure oh, okay. that, that's the sort of unscripted content that you would like to see. I mean, you can feel free to also tweet a photo at us and send us a photo of it later. Sure. Uh, so, but I would love to see this because I'm okay. right now I am all about the DIY um, structure. Uh, mm -hmm. If, for those of you who are also maybe starting to work remotely because of the um, pandemic and everything, the number one thing that people stress is just the ergonomics of your home office. And, you know, I used to also take it very, not, I, I took it very lightly until, until one day I was like, man, my back isn't doing so well. Um, <laughs> uh, I need to take this a little bit more seriously now. Um, so, I've got one of these, actually it's not mine, but like, you know, when you add a back in the back of a chair, like these things, mm -hmm. um, it's very portable. And I personally like sitting there for, like I can sit on those things for 10 hours at a time. Like we're, we're fine wow. if I have one of these back supports, but if I don't, I just, I will, I'm gonna die at early death. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Not that I want anyone else to die in early death, but <laughs> just saying like, be, be very, um, What's that word? Aware of your, um, of, of how you work and of the equipment that you have and making sure that you are ergonomically prepared if possible. Definitely. That's, that's a very awesome DIY hack that you just presented. So I think we should oh, yes. do like a, like a compilation of DIY remote work hacks uh, for everyone that, you know, uh, I think people tend to associate, you know, having good ergonomics with, buying fancy office chairs and, and you know, uh, hot desks or, or any sorts of ad additional equipment. But I think uh, the DIY uh, hacks might be a, a good thing. I think at this point in time, or at this world state in time, I think we all have to DIY hack. And if anyone has any DIY hacks, please feel free to also share them because I also am adding to my playbook of DIY hacks every day. <laughs> um, so moving it back, uh, I just wanted to um, talk a little bit more about, I guess, uh, time camp um, in general. And I want to uh, or see if you can kind of give 
the viewers here and everybody who is watching and who will be watching in the future a little bit of a um a briefer of the top things that we can be using TimeCamp for and how it could as a tool um, help like an individual remote work. I know you mentioned a couple of it as you introduced the tool, but if you can touch up upon um, uh, things that you personally find very helpful about it as well, that would sure. be amazing. Uh, so um, a lot of things that I really found it helpful might not be uh, ideally suitable for the t t for the moment that we're in um, for working remotely. But uh, what I really like, uh, one of the features that I really like about uh, TimeCamp is like the the one click uh, clock in and out function, which uh, is really helpful for uh, you know providing the rest of your company the information that you're actually showed up at work. Whereas you know if we would be talking in probably January or last year, uh, showing up to work would be basically showing up at, at the office uh, so that everyone knows that uh, you're ready to, to do some work and you know, your, your focus is geared towards uh, doing anything work-related. But now it's, it's definitely uh, a, a bigger challenge for individuals and people working at companies and management and companies to kind of get a sense of where everyone's at in terms of uh, actually showing up to work, but you know, in front in front of your computer at your house. So, first of all, TimeCamp allows us to do that really automatically because uh, it launches once you uh, launch your computer, and then basically you can um, uh, you can notify that you're that you're actually working on any sorts of given project or task uh, that you've been assigned to. So uh, it's really helpful for you to also stay on top of, uh, of anything you're doing at work because you'll be notified that you're actually still at work. And if you, you know, most of us had these, uh, you know, focus slips that you would like to check something on Twitter or uh, probably Facebook, um, the activity itself, it will be recorded, but it, it won't notify any of your bosses or something like that. So that's, there's absolutely no surveillance, but you will have the, Kind of uh, the breakdown at the end of the day on where you've allocated your time. So, uh, one of the principles in TimeCamp in general is providing you as the employee, as the, the individual, the insights of how your time is being allocated throughout the day. So, I think uh, I need something like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely, because I think something that perhaps all of us can maybe agree on is just that um, it, it may be, I think it's even harder to shut off now as somebody who works remotely than it has ever before, just because, I don't know, for me before I had the ability to go out and see friends, and I'm sure you all did as well, and just like have activities that would break up your workday. But now I over the last couple of um, weeks, I just feel like I've been working nonstop just because what else am I to do? What else is there to do really? Mm -hmm. um, I know my situation is probably very different from a lot of other people's because I happen to be back at my parents' house and you know what that means? It means that all your meals are probably like cooked, for me at least, it's, it's, I don't mm -hmm. have to really worry about much. So I just end up working through and it's not the healthiest thing, definitely not at the, and it never is, but 
being able to see a breakdown, I believe, would be very beneficial and useful so you can just understand where your hours are going and why you are spending so much time um, doing what you're doing. And if it mm -hmm. has something to do with the distractions or um, maybe an overusage of social media and whatnot. So that's, that's awesome. Um, I don't know if, do you have any other tools that you pair up with time camp or you use alongside it that you find um, very helpful? So um, that's actually uh, a good introduction to uh, uh, a second really uh, valuable feature in, term, in terms of time camp. While it's, I, I, don't, I don't really feel in a position to provide, you know, all these uh, corny uh, sales pitches about a product because that's not the space to do mm -hmm. whatsoever right now. But uh, basically going back to your question, uh, we pretty much have the ability to integrate TimeCamp with any given product, uh, project management software, um, mm, okay. personal calendars, whether it be a Google Calendar or the iCalendar on, on Mac. Uh, so basically that came out of the principle that we wanted to provide a really uh, feature rich uh, application, but at the same time, not to limit the user to just one app and help the users maintain their current workflow. So basically if you're um, if you're dealing uh, if, if you're handling a bigger project and you keep track of it in Trello then um, to track time spent on you know Trello cards on or Trello boards would be kind of irrational for you to go back to time camp set up the, the integration and have to you know do your work on Trello but then see what was the the end result in terms of the, the time spent in time camp so uh, for example, for Trello, we have a really uh, cool uh, plugin, is, which is basically a Trello, a, a official Trello power-up that allows you to track time on any mm. given Trello activity with just a click of a button. So uh, that's kind of the extension of the principle of allowing users to maintain their, you know, already established work workflow. And I, I, I love, I personally love Trello as well. So I'll definitely check that out. Um, but yes, as you were saying, yes, this is not <laughs> a corny sales pitch of yeah, the products yeah. and whatnot, but um, it is good to know these things about um, what you guys are doing. So if anybody out there is also looking for a new tool or looking for something to check out, hopefully this can be of help. This can provide some insight or provide some um, help to the community out there. We actually have a question from Will, Will Stevenson. He asks, routine has been very important to me when working remotely. Do you have similar experiences? Jacob, I don't know if you, if you want to start with that. I have many things to say about routine, but please, by all means. <laughs> okay, so as uh, if, if there's a need for me to start, then uh, absolutely no problem. So uh, the routine itself uh, was also a big adjustment for me because um, I think that it had been obvious previously that once you uh, commute to work and basically any sorts of, you know, your, your uh, presence at the office kind of dictates your daily routine. But, you know, since uh, during the last couple of weeks, all of us, we had to adjust to basically, sorry, having a lack of this sort of, you know, uh, daily routine just uh, constructed by uh, us being at work. So, uh, but the answer, to answer your question, Will, uh, basically 
I'm currently gearing towards setting up regular times to which I'm starting and finishing work just to avoid any sorts of overlap and limiting um, any additional extra hours, which obviously is not a problem to do extra work, but keeping really focused on, you know, striving to have a strict uh, start and end date uh, during each day. So it's uh, obviously always up to you to decide whether it's, it should be, you know, the 7.30 a.m., 8 a.m., depending on what's your, what's your daily rhythm and how's your you know, productivity uh, peaks uh, during the morning hours. But I think it's one of the essential things to keep in mind to have a strict uh, you know, start and end date um, at, the, uh, at, at every single day. For me, um, routine is very important for people who work remotely. I definitely agree with that. And I feel like, because um, I, I always think that uh, when you work remotely, it's a different type of self-discipline. It's a different type of um, yeah, self-management. And you think that you may have good self-discipline, self-management, and then you start working remotely and you're like, oh, I actually don't. And I basically have to build from... Um, ground up again uh so having those things that you do even though um it's funny because before when i wasn't working remotely i felt that routine was very robotic and it was like something that only old people have which is i am so sorry if i offended anyone but it's just like you know some, something that my parents generation would um would go through because they had no choice but now <laughs> working remotely and just also maybe growing up myself I'm just kind of I'm also like routine is important because if we don't have something that sets the structure for ourselves we're all we're just gonna go off the rails and we're mm -hmm. not going to be able to focus on things that need to be done and there's always always a hundred other things that you could be doing but what's your top priority figure that out and make sure you um have that in your day-to-day -day setting and and yeah, in general, I very much highly 100% am behind the whole routine thing. That's my experience as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of a universal uh, struggle for, for a lot of people. Uh, meaning, I, I think that we also might have, even in the audience, some super effective and well-organized people that have no problem whatsoever with, with you know, setting up a daily schedule and um, sticking to that at, you know, regardless of their surroundings. So that's probably the ideal uh, time for you to, to excel as a, as a either employee or business owner or just a creator in, in general. So, but the, the rest of us, uh, the rest of us uh, mortals, so to speak, uh, we might have a, a difficult time uh, adjusting to these kind of, to the bigger challenges, which is, you know, the lack of any sorts of uh, discipline and daily routine. Exactly. I, I also wanted to um, touch up a little bit on the topic of isolation and loneliness as we are all, I mean, I hope we're all social distancing at this point. And um, you probably only see maybe one to three people a day, depending on who you live with. Um, how have you been dealing with that? Well, for me personally, I've been very fortunate to not experience the the full uh, social distancing uh, downside because I'm uh, I'm uh, sharing my flat uh, with my girlfriend and a awesome dog. So uh, even 
even when my girlfriend is uh, off to work because she uh, has to work at a hospital. So she doesn't mm. have the luxury to work remote, uh, obviously. But uh, I, I still have some, uh, you know, canine companionship uh, throughout the day, which is, uh, which is uh, like, uh, I would say the 100% of the minimum of social interactions that I would need on a daily basis. Um, but besides that, I, I could imagine that people who are, uh, uh, you know, uh, living on their own uh, in their flats or, or uh, houses, they might have a really tough time and, you know, dealing with the social distancing. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I am very happy that I am with my parents right now. Um, so real quick, just flying by this backstory. So I am working on a project called Remoter within Tori. So we're building this online platform to teach people about remote work. And for the last three months, I was traveling and collecting content and creating content. So I was in Europe for those last three months. And I just recently came back to Toronto because of the world just collapsing. So I have had to switch my routine. Well, whatever. I didn't really have a routine when I was traveling and working, but I had to switch and it was very abrupt and very um, quick. And just the the amount of changes I had to go through in a couple of weeks was quite, um, it was a lot to take in. But I am now in a point where, yeah, I have my family, but I also don't, I, I haven't really, I haven't seen anybody in general. Um, and yesterday I, I did the like two weeks of self-quarantine after international travel. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday I went for a run. But right now um, parks are banned or, or like they're closed and you would get fined if you go to a park. And yet I still see people um, <laughs> the parks, like someone was sitting on the swing and I was like, is there a number I call to um, report this person? Because uh, you are not like this is a big sign that says you will be fined $100,000 maximum if you were there. Like, why are you still there? Um, but sorry, diverge. I was really angry about that. So <laughs> I, uh, so that uh, I, he left eventually, but um, anyways, I diverge. But basically, yes, the social distancing has been uh, a little bit difficult as it kind of cuts into the my usual routine of being able to see friends and being able to see other people outside of my family. Um, so it's been tough, at least on my end, dealing with that. And I'm glad that you have your, your dog. <laughs> I don't have pets. I don't know if anyone else in the audience or attendees like think about what, what they think about that and how you guys are doing. Feel free to like, let us know in the chat as well. Um, but I was just saying, wow, like these webinars are pretty much used for us to get together as a community, just feel maybe less lonely for 45 minutes in the day, essentially, is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's basically the main purpose and provide some additional information, you know, on remote work, if you need any. But the, the first principle should be just, you know, getting together and uh, basically connecting in this, you know, in, in these weird times. But actually, uh, exactly. Jumping off uh, of uh, of your story, that's actually the same exact situation uh, in Poland with the with uh, the with the parks. Because uh, just yesterday uh, we would go for a walk uh, with the dog, and there's like a multitude of of people uh, strolling through, 
the uh, allegedly closed park. You can, we can stroll here. We just can't touch the swings. Oh, okay. We can't touch. This guy was sitting on the swings and just like actually like playing at the park, if you would say. And that was the thing that was a little bit, um, that shook me because like, why are you doing that? It, there are clear signs that say, do not touch these park equipment, the, the slides and this beats me, completely beats me. So, but who yeah. knows, like maybe, maybe they're going through something. Maybe it's really this, the social distancing is really getting to them. So that, that's my take on it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so before I get too angry on certain topics, um, and uh, there is one more question in the Q and A. Um, Lazlo is asking a question. I don't know if you would be able to answer this, or if you have any experience. I can also pop in and answer this as well. But he's asking, where's the best place to find new remote-based jobs right now? He's tried AngelList, but so far nothing from there. Um, I don't know if you have any uh, thoughts on certain job platforms where we can find uh, work. I obviously would be talking about Tore because that is exactly what we do. But mm -hmm. Jacob, if you have anything um, first to, to say on that. Sure, that's a really good question, especially uh, you know, uh, during the last couple of weeks and, and months. Uh, this is a uh, you know, uh, a booming sector, most probably within different companies. Uh, so uh, I've only had experience with Upwork, but it's not technically a platform to find a long, long time contract in a particular company. It's more of a you know freelancing extension platform to, you know, connect with companies. But you might, you might also use that as some sort of. Uh, uh, as a platform allowing you to to get remote remote work, but uh, as uh, in terms of other platforms, I haven't heard of any in particular. But I think I stumbled upon one or two platforms that would offer typical jobs, but in only in fully remote companies or majority majority uh, remote friendly companies. But I I didn't unfortunately uh, remember the the, the exact uh, website. So I think Josephine, you can also. Uh, ping in on both uh, uh, your company and also your uh, any other experiences. Yes, uh, just super quickly. Um, basically, I, I'm guessing maybe if you're here, you already know about Tori. Um, our goal is to, or, well, the platform works as we match candidates to opportunities using our artificial intelligence and algorithms on the platform. And right now we have a slew of remote jobs. A lot of the jobs that we have have remote in the, um, I guess, the requir requirements and stuff. So we do have a lot of jobs and we add to it every single day. I think we add about a thousand a week to our platform. So just keep your eye out on um, Tore. Hopefully you can find something from there, Laszlo. Um, of course, there are a bunch of other sites out there, our friends at FlexJobs, our friends at, um, I mean, you tried AngelList, but maybe, maybe Tori can help for you. So that, I mean, that would be my suggestion. I found my job through Tori as well, but I, I mean, and that's why I'm here. But um, other than that, I, I would, uh, that like, those are the, those, those are the places that I had looked when I was looking for a job as well. 
And that is, so right now I don't have any other questions from the audience Q&A, but like you guys still feel free to pop anything through. If you're just here to listen in, that's totally cool as well. Um, we are currently, we've got about 10 more minutes left uh, before, at least for me, 10.45 a.m. hits and for you it would be 4.45 p.m. But um, I wanted to touch up on, I guess, one final if we can say final topic for today. And I wanted to hear a little bit about how, um, how your friends and family, they're, how are they doing amidst the COVID-19 um, pandemic as well? Have you had to provide any help for them? I mean, I had to, like for me, my friends had also not really ever really used Zoom before and they hadn't really done video conferencing and they also were switching into the remote work um, sector and people had a lot of questions. Uh, not only did I point them to remoter.com, of course, but I also, I, I spoke with them. So I was wondering, yes, were there any instances that you had to help your friends and family transition? What were the top like issues, I guess? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a really good question. Um, you know, uh, in terms of my social circle, most of my uh, my friends are more or less involved also in the tech industry. So, uh, the the sole idea of working remotely is uh, is well familiar to them. To that extent, that uh, we've also managed to do uh, basically schedule uh, Google Hangouts uh, parties uh, last week. Uh, not only with our friends, but we would have a official. Google Hangouts party two weeks ago uh, with the uh, with the TimeCamp team. So uh, that's in terms of dealing, going back also to kind of the, the social isolation uh, matter and kind of dealing with that. But in terms of mm, in terms of uh, families, uh, also my family is uh, kind of more or less associated with the uh, with the health sector. So. There's also a really high level of awareness of what is what are actually the the actual risks of um, of this pandemic and how to properly deal with that. So, fortunately, though uh, we haven't yet had any sorts of situation that would require like uh, instant help or any sorts of emergencies. So, uh, besides you know stockpiling groceries, uh, that's basically it. Are you guys also? Um running low on toilet paper? Is that a like a world thing because uh, or know, a global thing? The, the, the reason I'm, I'm laughing because I, it's, it's really kind of mind boggling why there would be a, a strict correlation between you know, toilet paper sales and this, this whole pandemic because it's not the, tip, the type of, uh, let's say virus and disease that would require a lot of toilet paper assistance. You know, me half joking obviously, but uh definitely uh, an interesting economic phenomenon i would say uh and also in poland uh people were would stockpile a lot of pasta so uh I, I, i'm still trying to figure out is there any correlation in you know why people actually choose pasta over rice or any sorts of other product but um but yeah uh the, the the Polish uh, pasta company is one of the, the the most booming businesses on on the Warsaw stock market. So, interesting. Is yeah. pasta heavy in your diet though, or? Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily, but uh, you know, basically, uh, 
th throughout the last four weeks, people are stockpiling pasta and, and toilet paper. Okay. All right. Any Interesting. Um, I don't think people are stockpiling pasta over here. Definitely the toilet paper, but I haven't really like looked at the uh, food sector or, or what is really disappearing from the shelves at the moment. Um, but that is very interesting to hear. I think um, for me, like my, my friends also had to get used to, as I said, like the Zoom calls and, and um, hanging out online. It, it, it's, it's a bit strange because um, there's also uh, some... I don't want to say like etiquette or like protocol to hang out online, but you know, just the, if we're in a, in a meeting for work, we would mute our mics, but I think that should kind of um, potentially be the same when we hang out as well, because some people have a lot of background noise and a lot of, some people have, it, it goes the same ways, but it's just like things like that, that they haven't picked up. If I would say that they haven't picked up yet, just cause it's the first times using and having to do this. So those are like some of the little nuances that I've noticed um, as I've tried to get my friends more acquainted with video conferencing and doing things virtually, etc. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know uh, if anybody else has anything in terms uh, to add in terms of things that you've had to help your family and friends go through during the um, during this time. Uh, got a quiet quieter crowd today. Oh, I think we have a question from Will. I've seen very few remote only recruiters. Is this an opportunity for Tory? In New York, people have been stockpiling toilet paper, paper towels, and sanitizer. Okay, so first of all, in terms of the um, stockpiling, we don't even have hand sanitizers to stockpile anymore. I think we're out of that, at least over here in Toronto. I don't know about oh. you, Jacob, in Poland. Uh, we're doing pretty okay with, uh, with sanitizer, but uh, basically, basic level economics has also impacted that. So basically mm -hmm. the, the price has skyrocketed in, in terms of uh, hand sanitizers. That's probably the second most thriving business as of now, you know, being a uh, hand sanitizer uh, manufacturer. But uh, yeah. Hand yeah. I was gonna say that and bidets. I don't know if you guys used a bidet before, bidet, bidet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you, have you used one before? It's basically the things that like clean your like it cleans you with like water from the toilet. Like you press mm -hmm. a button oh, instead okay. of using toilet yeah, yeah. paper. So mm -hmm. that has also skyrocketed because people are now ordering that and they can't, they haven't been able to make them fast enough. So there's like a backlog on a couple of companies that are making them. Mm -hmm. um, but that might so be difficult to, to set up in a apartment uh, considering the, the social distancing. So I'm just wondering. Uh, oh no, like, like you would get it from Amazon. You would like, just put it on your toilet. Like it's an, oh, like okay. it's an extension oh, kind okay. of thing. Um, right. They make it super easy. Yeah. Because yeah, like I, I know a lot of countries in Asia, like especially Japan, they love their bidets, but um, those ones are built in into the toilet. Um, mm. But these ones are like an external extension. Oh, okay. We've uh, again, I've diverged, but really quickly, Will, um, you asked if uh, you, if there are remote only recruiters. Um, I've seen remote, only recruiters. However, right now um, it is, we're sort of running a volunteer program with Tori and I can um, 
send you the link to what we're doing. But essentially, we are trying to get we're trying to see if people can help us fill our job boards and um, post jobs as they see fit to Tori. Like that's the closest we've gone into, I think, what you are asking. Um, I can send you more information about that if you're interested in reading. Um, and I will do that in a couple in a few minutes. But as we basically wind down from the from this webinar episode, um, Jacob, I wanted to really quickly thank you uh, for joining us today um, on episode four of Fulfilling Work Live. I wanted to ask if you have anything else to um, to point out or you wanted to say within the last three minutes before we shut off for the day? Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm extremely uh, thankful uh, for uh, having me today, uh, especially considering the fact that it's actually my first webinar uh, experience uh, and also nice. being streamed live on Facebook. So it's a, that's actually the first rodeo. So uh, thank you, uh, especially uh, Josephine for arranging uh, you know and setting up uh, the, the situation for me to being able to take part in that and I would like to uh, thank all of you um, in the audience and uh, Will and uh, Laszlo for providing really good questions and uh, if you would like to get to know more about what we do in TimeCap I can provide a, like a website address or just my uh, my personal work email if you would like to uh, you know, ask some more questions or if you have any concerns on how it might help you working remotely, then I think it meets the, the Tory webinar policy to just leave a small plug uh, there. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, overall, uh, in terms of my, my first experience being on a webinar, that was absolutely fantastic. And I really like the format that you set up. So uh, just a big thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us and um, I hope and yes, Will says, I think you can see. Thank you so much for um, joining us to all the attendees as well. Uh, you can join us every single day at this time. Um, <laughs> Andres will be back, so it's going to be <laughs> less, <laughs> less <laughs> like this. Uh, but uh, yes, again, you can join us every single day. Please spread the word to your friends and to um, anybody else. Again, the sign up link is tori.co slash live. And yeah, we would really appreciate it if you spread the word as we're going to try to keep this going, not only for as long as the pandemic is going, but in general, because um, we do want to continue um, talking to you guys and interacting with you guys and showing you what's up, at least on our end introducing you guys to different guests as well. So with that, um, yep, uh, that's all I have to say for now. Um, thank you so much again, Jacob, for joining. Uh, Likewise. Hold on, I'm going, to, I'm going to copy your message because you just sent it to the panelists. So I'm gonna send it to all the attendees as well. Ah, sorry. Because there's, there's a little like, yeah, it's a little bit um, confusing oh, yeah, that's, sometimes. Yeah. I'm also new to Zoom, so uh, that, that's also a first rodeo. So it's a double first rodeo today. Because <laughs> you guys use more like Google Hangouts, right? I, yeah, especially uh, if yeah. a company has like the, the, the Google Suite set up uh, for the email calendar, that's, that's more kind of intuitive to just set up throughout the calendar. So, uh, but okay. 
I'm also happy to uh, uh, to give Zoom a try. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. I am going to close off now, but thank you so much for joining. I'm just going to send these final email, final messages to people. And sure thing. yep. Thank you so much, everybody. Have thank a good you, day. Sue. Thanks for joining in and, and have a great day, yes. night, wherever you're currently located. Wherever you are, yes. Yeah. Have All a right. good one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening and remember to share, like, and comment if this content brought value to your life. You can find us on social media as We Are Torre. Explore more content at blog.torre.co. See you around.